Hi, and welcome back to Beer with Jesus with Denise and Rob. Tonight I am actually drinking a brew dog, non-alcoholic. It's cold AF, so I just say that means add faith. And it's not too bad. It says it's an American gold brew. Well, if you think it sounds a little different tonight than where how we had recorded, it's 7 degrees outside, so... We are not in the shed. Maybe next year, if once we get the thing insulated, that. But it was just going to take way too much to heat that thing up. So we're in the bedroom again, like our very first podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm having a beer from. I'm going to probably butcher the name of this brewing company. It's Destil. It's D-E-S-T-I-H-L, Brewing, out of Normal, Illinois. And it's called Extended Jam. It's a double dry hop hazy IPA. It's kind of the pack I got this in. So I'm going to have a couple of these, a couple beers from this uh, brewing company. They kind of have a uh, Grateful Dead vibe to the can. And... I like this beer. I think this was the best of the bunch. It's rate comes in at six point eight percent. I give it four point two five. It's I I liked it a lot more than what Untapped rated it at, and so I'm drinking it tonight. I thought I thought it was a good beer. I can actually have a beer now that we're not sitting in the freezer outside. <laughs> And I was Normally, just, it's coffee. I was just thinking, I can't wait till we can sit on the deck again. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Well, today was a sit in the house and watch movie day for me. I just got done watching my favorite movie, Coming to America. And I just, and actually, just been wanting to watch it after seeing this one uh, army chaplain doing a, a like a turn the movie coming into America into like a biblical story. I thought that was pretty cool. It's on TikTok. I thought it was pretty interesting and I was I could kind of see where he was going with it. And then I also thought Reverend Brown and I can't I, I gotta see Pastor Jason dress up as Reverend Brown for Halloween. I think that would be funny. Just hear him say, I love the Lord. And if loving the Lord is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> but we're starting another book of the Bible that uh, I don't think, I don't hear many sermons on or anything out of the book of Titus very often. Not often. They may reference a scripture here and there, but I don't think like a breakdown or a lesson. I don't recall one. No, it's kind of, I had to actually kind of search for the book of the Bible. I knew it was in there and I had to actually look and it's it's after the second Timothy. After Second Timothy. So the question is who is Titus? And he's mentioned both in Galatians and Second Corinthians. So I'll go ahead and read Galatians two, one through three. Then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. This is Paul speaking. I went in response to a revelation and meeting 
privately with those esteemed as leaders. I presented to them the gospel that I preached among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. He's also mentioned in 2 Corinthians, like I said, and he's in chapter 7 and and, and in chapter 8. And I'll read from 2 Corinthians 8, 16-23. Thanks be to God who put into the heart of Titus the same concern I have for you. For Titus not only welcomed our appeal, but he is coming to you with much enthusiasm and on his own initiative. And we are sending along with him the brother who is praised by all the churches for his service to the gospel. What is more, he was chosen by the churches to accompany us as we carry the offering, which we administer in order to honor the Lord himself and to show our eagerness to help. We want to avoid any criticism of the way we administer this liberal gift, for we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of the man. In addition, we are sending with them our brother, who was often proved to us in many ways that he is zealous, and now even more so because of his great confidence to you. As for Titus, he is my partner and co-worker among you. As for our brothers, they are representatives of the church and honor to Christ. So those two little sections kind of give you a breakdown of who Titus was. Titus was a Greek believer who became a believer in Jesus and, like Timothy, was nurtured by Paul to help spread Christ to the Gentiles. And I feel him not getting circumcised was a way to keep him relatable to the non-Jewish people he was ministering to. So as we go to the letter to Titus from Paul, it was written to Titus as Paul left him on the island of Crete, which Crete, if you look at a map, it's right underneath Greece in the Mediterranean Sea. That's a little island. Oh, <coughs> excuse me, about burp there. Can't edit it out because we don't edit. So, let's start the book of Titus. We're going to do Titus 1 tonight. I think there's, it's a short, it's a short, another short book. I think it, yeah, it's three chapters long. So let's start with verses 1 through 4 of Titus 1. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness, in the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time, which now at, at his appointed season he was brought to light, through the preaching entrusted to me by the command of God our Savior, to Titus, my true son in common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ our Savior. So, first off, like, James and Jude and all, and Paul says he's a servant of God. And I think we're all servants of God. And we need to worship and serve God wholeheartedly and be willing to spread the good news. And like John 1, 1 through 5 said, 
I can go back there real quick because I think that this is related to that. I wrote it down. I forgot to mark it. So just one second. God is always faithful, trustworthy, never failing, and gave us Jesus. John 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was, was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without nothing, without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. Uh, Nikki, our podcast dog, decides she wants to sit on her lap and on the on a recording device here. The lights in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Are you comfortable, Nikki? <laughs> so that, to me, that's uh, John 1 really goes with what Paul is saying to Titus. Is, yeah. Jesus has been there from the beginning and always will be. Like it says in Revelation, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. <laughs> She's now staring at our uh, Nisi's phone. So we're off to verse 5. The reason I left you in Crete was that you might put in order what was left unfinished and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. So Titus needed to stay there to continue setting up the churches. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. Verses 6-9. An elder must be blameless, faithful to his wife, a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient. Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless, not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dis dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught, so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. So when I, I read verses 6-9, Paul kind of lays out the qualifications of being an elder. And if we look at it, if we break it down, blameless, and and I had I actually kind of had to look up a definition for blameless biblically, and it's defined as those who can't be accused of wrongdoing. So the next one is faithful to wife. I mean, you can't be a cheater, I guess. Can't be uh, all wild and stuff. A man whose children believe. And I think to me is that you have to be a leader in, in your own household. And I kind of got from as how can you lead others to Christ when you can't get your children to. Kind of like. You know, growing up and looking at churches that I seen as a child. 
I thought the elders were just the ones who carried majority of the financial part. Because I don't know. Some of the people were good people, but I mean, every in a small town, growing up in a small town, you know the dirt on a lot of people, and a lot of them, they just made good money, and they donated a lot of money to the church, and I, think, I always thought that's what made them an elder. Yeah, I, I kind of... I, you know, I look at my, one of my old churches, it's, I don't know how they go about choosing elders or whatever, and, but it always seemed like they was the prominent people in the church growing up. I don't know how, how it is so much these days. I really haven't been a part of that church in over a decade, but it always seemed like it was the who's who, and I I didn't really care per se. They but they seem like they're the ones that held the almost like a Congress type thing. Of yeah, it. that's how I viewed it as well growing up. As we move on, being wild and disobedient. This one actually kind of made me laugh. It's like it's he's basically saying it's a no no. And, I don't know, it kind of just made me laugh. I guess he's saying you can't be a partier. You know, those wild, wild nights and. I don't know, because I mean. I, I just, I couldn't, what, I couldn't get in my skull what. Being wild and disobedient, because, I mean, are you being disobedient to, I guess you could be disobedient to Christ, obviously. But, the only thing I could figure out is maybe being, you just got to follow the rules of the land. We're homebodies, so we're not real wild anymore. <laughs> Then it keeps going on, not overbearing, you know. And I, I said, you, and Nisi kind of mentioned this to me last year, you know, when we were trying to get people to crisis, is you can't be pushy and annoying, or you're not going to get people to follow. You'll make them run the other way. Mm-hmm. And you can't be quick-tempered, so... I think it was James 1, 19 says, slow to anger. That's hard sometimes. It's hard, but I'm I'm a lot better now than I used to be. There's sometimes it's things set you off. Not given to drunkenness. And it it doesn't say you can't drink, but, it, but you got to have some self-control, you know. That's how I look at it. You just... Well, in the past, I looked at... Um, a glass of wine isn't bad, even two or three glasses. But if you take three glasses, that's a whole bottle. That's a lot. But if you say I had three glasses of wine, that don't sound bad. But when you say I drank a whole bottle of wine last night, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> but in the Jewish um, celebrations, they celebrated for weeks. I mean, I mean if we read it about never it. never really... 
determined when Jesus turned water into wine, how much wine did he make? I mean, was it gallons? Was it liters? Well, if they're partying, there's a lot. I mean, if it goes on for seven days, I'm sure he didn't make one bottle. Well, it was a wedding, according to the... Yeah, but it's a celebration for a week. That's a lot of wine. That's a lot of wine. Not being violent, I think that's kind of self-explanatory. Not pursuing dishonest gain. We have to be honest. That that should be, regardless if you're an elder or not, I think honesty goes a long way. And then verse 8. It lists being hospitable, self-control, love things that are good, upright, holy, disciplined. And these are traits we all should possess to be good stewards for Christ. That's how I looked at it. In verse 9, it, I'm going to reread verse 9. It says, he must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. So, stick to the word and don't follow false false doctrines false, slash false teaching. And don't be afraid to stand up for Christ. You got anything on that, Nisi? I'm going to turn the page. It's verse. We're on verse 10 now. I'm going to read verses 10 through 14. For there are many rebellious people, full of meaningless talk and deception, especially those of the circumcision group. They must be silenced, because they are disrupting whole households by teaching things that ought not to teach, and that for the sake of dishonest gain, one of Crete's own prophets has said it. Cretans are Always liars, evil brutes, lazy gluttons. This saying is true, therefore rebuke them sharply so that they will be sound in the faith and will pay no attention to Jewish myths or to the merely human commands of those who reject the truth. What do you think, Nisi? Not sure. I... I said, you got to know your word. So many people out there now is teaching that shouldn't be teaching. I mean, we're not exactly teachers, but we like reading from the word and reading the word and seeing what we think about it. And I think there's a lot of people out there that take things out of context. And this is where it's helped me just getting into the word and getting into it for myself. And it, when people are teaching falsely, I, it, I can now pick up on it myself. And when you read the word for yourself and get a good sound doctrine, you can dispute what these other people are teaching. You know, and I even say the comment, like on the comment sections of social media, there, you know, there's argument. I'll read some of these posts just for the comments. To see what people are saying. And I won't even say anything. Because I just shake my head. What some of these people are trying to say. And then dishonest gain. And. I have to bring up prosperity preachers. Because there's a few out there. That I question some of their. 
teaching. And if it's all about money, 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 and there's no teaching involved, I, I'd be on your guard. That's just my take on that. So we're on the first 15. We're almost done with the first chapter or section of Titus. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. In fact, both their minds and consciences are corrupted. You got anything, Nisi? You're thinking, I can see see the hamster going. I said, we need to look for the good in life, which can be difficult with all the corruption and evil going on these days. Look for where God is showing through or shining through the darkness. And that you can pick up on little bits and pieces of that. There's there's a lot of dark crap in this world. You're quiet tonight, Nisi. I don't feel that great, but and the last verse in Titus one, verse sixteen. They claim to know God, but their actions they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for doing anything good. And I kind of, I don't know if you guys know who T.D. Jakes is. He's a... Yeah, I'm conflicted with that situation. And I thought of T.D. Jakes here. And he's going through uh, kind of a mess right now with his relationship with Puff Daddy or P. Diddy, Sean Combs, whatever the heck he calls himself. And I'm not going to go any details. If you want to look up what, what's going on with that, you can. It's kind of disgusting. Um, our leaders should not only know God in church, but their actions outside of church should reflect the relationship with Jesus. And we don't know that T.D. Jakes did not do that. But. What he's being accused of is pretty wrong. I mean... I, I, it will break my heart, but because he is a man, he, so I can't. Because I've heard some of his teaching. He he's a very good preacher. I still listen to him. I I adore him. It's heartbreaking. So I don't know, know the facts, but just that being accused of something like that is just kind of yeah, like you said, kind of heartbreaking and. Because he is a good teacher. So. You should. Should not act, just be. Knowing Jesus on Sundays. Because you got to go to church. You should know him every day. So that's. Titus 1. Next week we'll do Titus 2. And the following week we'll do Titus 3. And then. You've listened and maybe even read along another book of the Bible. I got shed talk this week, even though we're not in the shed. (laughs) And it's 
it's a and I this just little uh, section hit me pretty good. I even highlighted it in my Bible because just it was awesome, and it was Ezekiel eighteen twenty one through twenty three, and it says, "But if a wicked person turns away from all the sins they have committed and keeps all my decrees." And does what is just and right. That person will surely live. They will not die. None of the offenses they have committed. Will be remembered against them. Because of the righteous thing they have done. They will live. Do I take pleasure in the death of the wicked? Declares the sovereign Lord. Rather I am not pleased. When they turn from their ways and live. Man. When I read that. I get chills reading it now. I mean isn't it awesome that we have a God that. Once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he sees us as blameless and forgets our past sins. We should all live as to make our Father proud. That's my shed talk this week. Hmm. Kind of goes with the prayer, too, which is from Natasha Robinson. And the scripture is Isaiah 46, 4. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you, and I will carry you. I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. And her prayer. God, Psalm sixteen eleven says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Thank you, God, for your promise to sustain me through the deepest grief. Amen. That was a quick message, just like Pastor Jason gave this morning. It was awesome. You can check out Champion City Church on their Facebook page if you want to check out his message. It was good. Short, sweet, and to the point. Loved it. <laughs> so, till next week in Titus 2. See you later. See you next week.